We are on problem 12. I had to take a pause because I had a, a hunger pang, but I had to resist. But I, I do this thing called the warrior diet, which is more of a way of life. But anyway, back to the SAT. Back to the SAT. But you shouldn't starve yourself because you have to feed your brain for the SAT. Okay, let me draw the x and y axis in this. In this. Whenever I'm hungry, I just go outside and I do some sprints, because that's the warrior way. Okay, that's the y-axis. But you shouldn't do that, because you're probably still growing. I, unfortunately, have stabilized at 5 foot 9. X. All right, so let's see. They drew something that looks like a parabola, so I'm going to assume it is, without better information. So let me draw it. Oh, whoops. My thing does not look like a parabola, but I think you get the point. And then they draw this this rectangle-looking thing. I'll draw it in another color, something like that. And they let's see. Let me label these points. Label the points. Points Q. Oops. Q. R. S, this is T, and they say that this is, oh, P, <laughs> P, not T. And this is the point, this is negative 1, comma 0, so this is, you know, obviously the Y is 0, because we're on the X axis, so that's negative 1, and that's 1. And they ask us, okay, they tell us, in the figure above, PQRS is a rectangle, and points Q and R lie on the graph of Y equals AX squared. Y is equal to AX squared, and that's this thing this yellow thing, where a is a constant. If the perimeter of PQRS is 10, what is the value of a? So what we really need to figure out is, because if we, if we can figure out one ordered pair, if we can figure out one xy pair that lie on this curve, we can figure out what the curve is, because we can substitute that y and x into this equation and then solve for a. Well, do we know any points that are on that? Well, both r and q are on it, so if we could just figure out the coordinates of r and q, then we will be set. So what can we do? Well, they told us a perimeter. They told us a perimeter of this rectangle. So what do we know about the rectangle already? How, how long is this side right here? Well, it goes one unit to the left on the x-axis, and it goes one to the right, and it's flat. So that has a width of 2, right? And it's a rectangle, so if that has a width of 2, this also has a width of 2, right? And let's call this height. Right, that's the height of the rectangle. If that's the height, that's also the height. So what's the perimeter? The perimeter is 2 plus 2, which is 4, plus h plus h, plus h plus h. And that equals what? They told us that equals 10. So we can add those h's together. We get 4 plus 2h is equal to 10. Or subtract 4 from both sides. 2h is equal to 6. Divide both sides by 2. h is equal to 3. So we know h equals 3. So if h equals 3, what is the point r? Well, we know that its x-coordinate is 1 out. So it's 1, comma, and then what's the y-coordinate? Well, this height right here is 3. right? And we're starting at 0. So we go 3 up from 0. So this is going to be 3 right here. So the r's coordinate is 1, comma, 3. And r is on. The, the yellow parabola, so now we are set. We can take this and substitute x and y here. We know y is equal to 3, 
when x is equal to 1. So 1 squared, right? x squared. So 3 is equal to a times 1 squared is 1. So a is equal to 3, because that 1 doesn't matter, right? a is equal to 3, so we just write down 3 inside there. Next problem. Next problem, problem 13. 13. If a times b plus b is equal to a plus 2c, what is the value of b when a is equal to 2, a is equal to 2, and c is equal to 3? So a real quick thing that we can do just to, to maybe uh, simplify things for us is we can factor out the b out, out of this side. And what do I mean by factoring out a b? We'll divide both of these terms by b. And you get b times a plus 1 is equal to a plus 2c. Right, let me box this out so you don't get confused. Right, all I did is I undistributed the b. Right, you can multiply this back out, and you'd get ab is equal to b. And then if you want to solve for b, divide both sides by a plus 1. And you get b is equal to a plus 2c over a plus 1. And then you substitute. So a is 2, so it's 2 plus 2 times c. c is 3. 2 times 3 over 2 plus 1, which is equal to 2 plus 6 over 3, which is equal to what? 8 over 3. Another way you could have done it, and it might have been even faster, actually, is just to substitute from the beginning. So you say a is 2, so you get, that would give us 2b plus b, right? I just, a is 2, is equal to 2 plus 2 times c, 2 plus 6. So you get 2b plus b, so what's 2b plus b? That's 3b. 3b is equal to 2 plus 6, 8. Actually, this would have been faster. 8 divided by 3. So those are two ways you could have done it, and hopefully you'll you'll do them one of the two ways. Hopefully you'll do it the faster way. Next problem. Problem fourteen. Bunch of lines for me to draw. I do so much for you guys. Only thing I get in return is the satisfaction of you guys getting a perfect score on the SAT. I'm going to take these videos down before I have kids, though, so they don't have competition. Let's see. OK, I'm kidding. The competition will only make them stronger. I don't have kids yet, by the way, but one day I will. And they'll have to compete against you guys, who I've given this edge to. That's how selfless I am. And anyway, back to the problem. All right. So we have this. I'm only partially serious. Okay, this is L, L, this is A, 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 B, C, this is angle Y, Y degrees, this out here is angle X, X degrees. In the figure above, M is parallel to N. So this is M, this is N, they are parallel. Fair enough. And L, L bisects angle ABC. L bisects angle ABC. So what does bisect mean? That means that it splits the angle perfectly. So that tells us that that angle is equivalent 
to this angle. Okay? If y is between 45 and 55, y is between 45 and 55, what is one possible value for x? So let's just say that y is 50 and see what we can see what we can do here. So if y is 50, if y is equal to 50, right? That that satisfies this is between 45 and 55. What is what is this larger angle here that I'm going to do in magenta? What is this larger angle? Well, it's a corresponding angle, right? Because there's a parallel line, k is a transversal. So this magenta angle corresponds to y. So it will also be equal to 50. And we know L bisects. We know L bisects this angle. So both of these smaller angles are going to be 25 and 25. And now L is a transversal as well. So if L is 25, if this angle right here is 25, let me do that in another color. No, that color was too similar. Do it in red. If this right here is 25, what angle is this going to be? Well, once again, corresponding angles of a transversal. So this is also going to be 25. And now what could x be? Well, x is opposite to this angle, so it's also going to be 25 degrees. So this was just the angle game on steroids. And, and you really didn't have to do the range. You could just pick a number. y is 50. Corresponding angle is also 50. That corresponding angle is bisected. So each of these smaller angles are 25. And then L is a transversal again. So if this is 25, this is 25. And x is opposite. So it's also 25. I'll see you in the next video.